Welcome to The Throne Room Sessions, a podcast where you will learn how to discover your calling, live your purpose, and fulfill your destiny. Now, here's your host, Chantel Davis. Hello, family. This is Chantal, and I'm back with you with a very, very exciting word. And I know it's going to encourage you. It's going to pump you up to become your best self in this year so that you can go out, do the impossible, go and reach your dreams. Finally, go and do whatever you have been called for. The reason that you have been born, it is up to you to go and discover it to delve it out from the word of god but i'm going to help you right now and i pray that you will get so excited about who you are as an individual human being that comparison will stop it will run far from you because you are so uniquely made you are so wonderfully complex and for the first time in your life if you've never done it before you will start to embrace who you are. You will get comfortable in your own skin and that will cause other people to be drawn to you because you know who you are in Christ Jesus. So it's in a very exciting time for me and I just want to pray over you. Lord, I pray that our spirits are open to understand what it is that you want to say to us right now. I pray for an impartation of identity and purpose, Lord. I thank you that in a short moment of time that you come and you do what years of counseling and talking and whining and moaning and begging could not do for us. A moment in the glory of God, our creator, that is what we need. So I glorify your name right now, Lord. I call you holy. I thank you that we can be your children. I thank you that your purposes are all revealed within us. I thank you that you as a holy God come and choose to live within mere vessels of clay, natural people, that you use us for your purposes, that you come and you erase and cleanse us from our sin, that the precious blood of Jesus writes a brand new story. You give us a new name. You clothe us with righteousness. You set before us a pathway that leads to holiness. You put us in the pathway that leads to glorious living, Lord, abundant life, majestic experiences, wonderful times in your presence, refreshing, joy, love, peace, everything that is beautiful that comes from you. And that is what we are thankful to receive today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So I want to delve right in. I want to talk to you about how to become your best you. Yes, not your best Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn version of yourself with the filters and everything and your best poses on the day when you feel good about yourself and your makeup or your suit or whatever is perfect or your children are in line and you know those moments that only lasts long enough and you kind of edit it and if it's a live photo that you've taken you've kind of scrolled to the one where everyone's eyes are open everyone's pearly teeth are showing no one is looking oddly weird or anyone is looking away you're not looking for those moments that are only captured 
and filtered and edited but you know it does not really line up with your life because it's when we only live for those once-off moments that we set ourselves up for true disappointment and we get to a place where we know and we feel like people can look in they can see the real us and they will be disappointed because what we portray on social media is not who we really are and you know what i want to come to a place where we break down the false identity of trying to put up a show so that other people will like us so that other people will find you acceptable enough to appreciate your beauty so that other people won't reject you when they see the not so nice parts of you when they see the freckles beyond the makeup when they see you with your frizzy hair where they see you in your not so nice clothes and we need to get to a place where you are so comfortable in your skin. And I'm not saying lower your standard, not looking after you, not at all. I want to encourage you even more. Look after yourself. Prepare yourself. Look your best. Look after your body that is your temple. Look after your skin. Renew yourself. Drink water. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that get out of the competitive comparison world of online acceptability and get to the place of being enough in the real world in this life in this place on earth where your feet can feel the soil where your nose can breathe in the fresh air where your hands can touch the beauty where your fingertips can touch the soft skin of your child or the stubble of your husband where your nostrils can smell the cologne or the beautiful air of a fresh uh, breeze from the sea where your eyes can see the beauty of the smile of someone where your ears can hear the laughter or the chirping of the uh, birds around you where you can feel things where you can taste the beauty the magnificence the crackling under your teeth you see i want you to get to a place where you engage all of your senses again everything that god has given you to enjoy the experience of life because our social media online presence is stripping us from all of those other senses and it is only using our eyes and at times our ears to hear and that's not even people put a filter or put music with the things that they portray and you know what that strips our bodies of the full and holistic experience of life that God has wanted us and has endeavored for us to experience the emotions that goes with it because you know what the eyes are the window of the soul and when we pump ourselves only looking at what other people portray of their lives it works in the mind and it tells your subconscious that you don't add up you are not enough you are not as happy as other people you don't look as good as they do your life is not as successful but those are all perceived you don't know what those people are really doing you don't know the struggles that they are going through and i want to say to you that people are mostly the same the word of god says that there is nothing new under the sun so if you go and you study history and you look at how things were things are repeating itself it might be a new season another year but 
everything repeats itself and people go through these emotions but now more than ever the strategy is to keep people bound in a place of comparison which causes stress stress hormones to take over it causes cortisol to flare up it causes you to become sick to the stomach it causes you to be depressed it leads you to the fridge so that you go and big art and eat things to make you feel better and you see there is a vicious cycle of you not feeling good enough you regressing groping to anything that might comfort your hungry soul if it's not food it might be alcohol it might be drugs it might be pornography it might be going to spend money to feel or to get the other things that people have that you want Whatever it is, the soul constantly needs to get into a place where it grabs onto something as a crutch to feel better about itself. And it does not want to look yourself in the eye. But today that's going to stop. Today we are unveiling, unmasking the enemy. And we are bearing it all. We are brave enough, bold enough to say that we are here. We are alive. We are unique individuals. We've been called with a purpose. We are so different that we can never compare. We should embrace one another. We should get back to a place where we are unmasked. The fact that there has been masks in this world has caused us to not have fellowship with one another. We cannot see expression fully anymore. People's eyes are numbed. We only see the eyes that look dull and depressed beyond the masks. And it causes us to not understand anymore. It caused a separation. It was a scheme of the devil to take away fellowship. The very thing that Jesus came to restore. Because God is a God of love. He's a God of fellowship. He's a God that wants to get into your space. He's a God that is so interested in your life. He's a God that wants to be there in your happiest, in your saddest. He wants to comfort you when you are in need. He wants to be there in your joy. He wants to express the fullness of his love into your life, into your heart. And that is what he wants for us as an ecclesia, as a church, as a fellowship. And today I just want to show you again how to be your best self. That you are enough. Because truly there is no copy paste. There is no one else like you on this earth. No one person, even if you are an identical twin. They are part of your genes, of your makeup on the inside of you, of your cells on the inner side of you, of your soul that is different, that is unique to you. It's your blueprint. Hallelujah. And I just want to praise God for being so ultimately creative that he didn't copy paste you. He didn't make many of you, but the scheme of the devil is that he says that we all have to be the same. We all have to look the same. We all have to like the same things. We all have to fit in the mold. And I want to come today and break that mold over your life. I curse that mold over your life. I break that box over your life. And I say, jump out. Be who God has created you to be. Discover what you really like. Take rest when you want to do it. Get wealth in the way that you want to do it. Be the answer to this world's problems in the way that you can only do it. Be creative. Make music. Sing songs. Write books. Write stories. Do podcasts. Speak to people. Dance for people. Do things. Live. Laugh. 
just use your one life and the talents that God has bestowed upon you so that when he comes and you have to give an account for your life that you will hear the words well done my good and faithful servant and then he will give you authority over much more in the kingdom hallelujah so number one how to become your best self first you have to get to know yourself many of us don't know ourselves we spend our lives being indoctrinated and coached into looking what other people do seeing what other people are good at trying to be better at what they do instead of discovering making mistakes trial and error we are so afraid of making a mistake because we think that that's going to throw away our reputation but Jesus Christ said that we have to die to self didn't he say that we die to self we die with him and then he raises us up into new life because in ourselves we can never be good enough in ourselves we've got shortcomings and flaws because we were born into a sinful world because of the sin of one man the whole world is in sin and under the influence of sin but because of the last Adam who is Jesus he came to do a new thing he brought a new covenant he paid the high price with his holy blood so that every person and any person any nation or skin color or tongue or tribe or heritage or male or female when they bow their knees to the Lordship of Jesus Christ as the only doorway to the Father that we can become a new creation altogether a superhuman being royalty beautiful magical hallelujah in Jesus name I just pray that you get excited right now and when I say magical I don't mean magic from an demonic point of view I just mean with endless possibility that nothing is impossible for you so get to know yourself and then secondly you have to learn to love yourself you have to learn to get comfortable in your own skin you have to learn to accept the portion of your body that you've been dealt with whether you're short or tall curly hair or straight tan skin or lighter skin freckles or not um, big feet small feet whatever it might be learn to love yourself learn to get comfortable with who you are because then you can go out you can express yourself to this world and they can embrace what you portray some of us are too big for this world we are bring too much vibrance into this world so they want to hush you they want to shut you up they want to put you in the corner because they say that you're just too much but maybe that is not your audience maybe those are not the people that you're supposed to be surrounding yourself with maybe God has got more in store for you you know that even Jesus said that in certain places he the Messiah Christ Lord could not do any miracles because of the unbelief of people so you can take heart in that there will be unbelievers naysayers scorners mockers haters unbelievers they will be there but they cannot define you because you were made in the image of Christ Jesus hallelujah so you can now argue that self-love sounds very like much like you are making me the the I an idol 
that it's all about you. And Christ said, no, you must die to self. Yes, I understand. This is not the same thing. I'm not saying put yourself on a pedestal, love yourself, make yourself your own God. No, no, no. But how can someone hate his own body? The word of God says that even a man, he has to love his wife, his spouse, like he loves himself. So you have to love yourself to be able to accept yourself. And Jesus, yes, he did die for us. And he is not oblivious to the fact that while we are on the earth, that we have our five senses. He gave that to us. And sometimes when we come to Christ, we become so heavenly minded that we do become earthly no good. You can't be so focused on heaven and on spiritual things that you are absolutely worthless when it comes to earthly things. And I'm sorry if I'm stepping on your toes right now, but God himself, God himself gave us these five senses. senses. He placed us on the earth to be impactful, to be his ambassadors on earth. Otherwise, he would have said, the moment that they understand who I am, the moment that they give their lives to my son Jesus, that moment they're going to be taken up. They're going to become heavenly beings. They're not going to be on earth anymore. They won't have to go through earthly things anymore. But he didn't do that. He keeps us on the earth. And even Jesus, when he prayed to his father in the book of John 17, he says, Lord, I don't pray that you take them out of this world, but I pray that you will strengthen them in this world so they will overcome, that they will show my glory to people around them. I'm so excited about this. You were uniquely and individually made. And therefore, you are one of eight, almost nine billion unique people walking this earth. Why do you want to be like anyone else when you can be yourself, when other people can look at the greatness inside of you because God has put his fingerprint, his mark on you? Hmm. This gets me so excited. You see, you are royalty. And that is why I have come. God has positioned me with a royal message. He saved me from brokenness, from barrenness, from addiction, from hurt, from rejection, from lies, from obscurity. And he healed me and he made me new. And he placed inside of me a new identity. And he put his stamp of royalty upon me so that I can go and bear this message to every person who has an ear to hear. To tell you that you are uniquely made. That you are an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. That you carry his DNA. That nothing shall be impossible to you. That you are not dictated by the lack of wealth of this world, of this earth. You're not just here to work an eight to five to go through the motions, to live in heartache, to struggle, to be stressed, but that you will come to the knowledge of the King that is living inside of you, that nothing is impossible for you, that wherever you set your foot, that you take dominion, that He's called you to rule and reign. He's called you with a purpose to break forth out of the mold that this life wanted to put you in. You are not your past. You're not your mistakes. You might have made mistakes. You might have said yes too many times where you should have said no. You might have said no when God said to you, you should have said yes. But if you will go today, look yourself in the eye and forgive yourself. Like Jesus has forgiven you. Then you can move forward and he puts in front of you a clean slate. Full of possibility. Endless possibility. In Jesus name. 
you are on this earth to fulfill the calling in the allotted years that he gave you. Now, none of us know how long we've got on the earth. You don't know how many years have been assigned to you. He knows, but we don't know. And that's a blessing in disguise. But God says that I have given you a certain amount of years on this earth. And it's a mere dress rehearsal. It is like the foreplay of a story, of a movie. And you've only got this little bit of time compared to eternity. And he's looking and waiting for you to unearth the full potential. To do the best with every moment of every day that you've been given on this earth. Hallelujah. Therefore, in 1 Peter 5 verse 8 to 11, you have to go and read that in your Bible. You see, when I'm here, I'm giving you tools. I'm getting you excited. I am motivating you, but only to a place where you say, I'm fed up with my life as it is. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I am ready to step out. I want to go and experience what God has for me. You know how you get that? You get that with action. You get that with going into the word of God. You go in, on your knees and you say, Lord, I want to hear you for myself. I don't want to wait for life to tell me who I am. I want to discover in your word who I am. I want to unearth what your Bible says about me. I want to step into the promises that you have for me in Jesus name. So I'm here to whet your appetite, baby. I'm here to get you excited. You might think that I sound radical right now, but someone needs to poke us to get to a place where we get off of our backside and we get out of, out of our depression and we get out of our humiliation and our fear and our dismay and everything that's against us and every voice that was disqualifying us in our minds and say, I've had it. There must be more. And you see, when you get to that point in your life, where you get to that point where you say, there must be more. This is not all that I was born for. That is the moment where God can start acting in your life. Hallelujah. First Peter 5 verse 8 says, Be aware of the enemy. He walks around like a roaring lion. Be alert and sober-minded because he wants to destroy, devour, and kill everyone who is found sleeping. You're not sleeping. I pray that you will come alive right now in Jesus' name. You see, God said to Jeremiah that even before he was born or woven together in his mother's womb, God already had holy plans for that man to become a prophet. And you know what? He is no respecter of persons. So that means that God has got holy plans for you. Even if you come from a place that was unholy, even if you were born out of wedlock, even if your conception was crazy, the things surrounding your early years was just evil or sad or broken. God says, I've got a greater plan for you. Holy plans. And it's custom made plans. You see, God is not limited in creativity. He doesn't have a lack of creativity to only have one plan and you have to copy paste it and everyone has to be kind of the same. No, no, no. He's got endless skills and abilities and talents for you. He's not limited in the amount of looks, the craft, the beauty that he puts inside of us. No. He's infinite in creativity. And you know what? He placed creativity within us. That's why every person can be so different. But each of us can proclaim that I was made in the image and likeness of God. Because we portray His creativity. We proclaim and portray His diversity. His unlimited beauty. So we are all together in this. All together. Different parts. Different postures, different assignments, different 
giftings, but together, when you see it from a heavenly perspective, we are creating the most beautiful tapestry. We are creating and fulfilling the ultimate plan and purpose of God, the greatest plan that He had since the beginning of time. And one day you will understand the fullness of it. But then you have to get to work right now. You cannot slack. You cannot be slow right now to take action because then the kingdom will suffer. The tapestry will suffer. It's like a painting and every one of us are called to paint a certain piece and we are given all of the tools to do our part. But some of us think that we can't paint. So we paint stick figures on this beautiful masterpiece. So we have to get to the party. You have to make an oil painting out of what has been given to you and not just slack and doubt and do something mediocre because we serve a God of excellence. We serve a God of excellence in Jesus name. So learn to get to know your likes. Learn to get to know the foods that you like, man, the travels that you like, where you want to go, the interests that you have, the music that you like, the style that you enjoy, the things that you like to wear. It doesn't have to go with the trends. If you like things from a thrift store, wear that. If you want to wear something modern, wear that. Just understand who you are. Like what you like. Be comfortable in who God created you to be so that you can give yourself fully to this world so that you can bring his fullness. Hallelujah. And then also acknowledge your shortcomings. Acknowledge the fact if you've got a short temper or if you are not that good, if you procrastinate, acknowledge it. Recognize it. Own up to it. Don't make like it's not true. And then you get other people to help you in your weaknesses. Or if you're in a business and you're not that good with timekeeping or with organizing, then you employ someone else who is excellent in that. That is the beauty of possibility. Own everything in your life. The good, the bad and the ugly. And then you start working on the good and the bad and the ugly to become better. Because the word of God says that we are shining ever brighter and brighter. I want to encourage you also, get healed from your past. We get stuck in our past. We use it as an excuse. We use it as a crutch. We always hold on to the rejection, the hurt, the past sins, the mistakes that you've made a year ago, two years, five months, whatever it might be. Forgive yourself. Maybe you've been rejected too many times. Get up again. I want to encourage you right now. Get up. Dust yourself up. And, and get up you see your mind your mind wants to continually go and stay in a place where it keeps a record of all the wrongs that has been done to you it keeps a record of all the mistakes that you've made it keeps a record of all the sins that have been committed against you maybe you've been abused or raped or hurt or neglected or whatever it might be thrown out you've been disgusted by people you've been ridiculed in some way or the other and you see your mind wants to keep you in that place because it wants to protect you it's got good intentions your mind it says even the road to hell is paved with good intentions so your mind wants to ensure that you don't get hurt again so it wants to protect you so it keeps a record of all the wrongs to ensure that you don't go into that place again but you see the spirit inside of you is alive with possibility and it says move forward, experience, unearth everything that God has for you. Go and dig out the wealth of possibility that God has for you. Don't become so familiar in your pain that that becomes your identity. That that is who you are. 
I want to say to you, yes, own the fact that you've been through hard times. But stand on that. Move from that. Use the pain to catapult you into your future. Use that as the reason why you deserve to move forward right now. Why you deserve to go and get everything that seemed impossible to you. Don't stay in the fact that you were born on the wrong train side of the train tracks, that no one in your family has ever been wealthy, that no one has ever been educated, that no one's ever been healthy, that everyone's poor or stupid or whatever you've said to yourself. No, you're a new creation in Christ. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to him to say, even in spite of the fact that I started off in a bad place. Because of Christ Jesus within me, I will become the best me. And you know what? It is hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say to you once this podcast is over and you're pumped up now that everything has changed. No, nothing has changed. It's only your mind that now has a seed of possibility that is planted within it. And now you have to go and you have to go and water the seed. You have to make the choice that I'm going to change. You have to put your work in. You have to take massive action every single day. You have to look after your body. You have to get to a place where you say the positive affirmations over yourself. That I am worthy. I am beautiful. I owe it to myself to become successful. I am a good wife. I'm a good husband. I'm a great mother. And it might sound at first like you're just lying to yourself. Because you know what? The soul realm wants to keep in a place of familiarity. It's the, uh, the accuser of the brethren that says to you, no, you're nothing special. Come on. And it wants you to revert back to the old self that you were. But the spirit man inside of you needs to speak louder. You have to hustle hard. You have be, to be so determined to reach the success, the level, the full potential that is inside of you. That you go out and you do the impossible. And once you step out of that boat, like Peter stepped onto those waters, Jesus Christ is right there to take your hand. He's leading you forward. He's bringing you in. And your life, your life will be full of testimonies. Your life will be beautiful. And I declare to you today, if you will take action, if you will take this word to heart, if you will get on your knees and repent of every wicked thing, of all the mistakes, the hurts, you will look yourself square in the eye. You will take stock of where you were and then you say now i repent of that i come clean and i truly become a new creation in christ jesus i want to promise you that by this time in six months by this time at the end of the year you will be amazed you're going to look at yourself and you will not recognize yourself as you start to surround yourself with like-minded people sometimes you have to love the familiar people, the family members, those people in your life, you have to love them enough to get away from them. You have to love them enough to love them from a distance so that you can go out first and spend time investing in yourself. You have to get away from those who know your past, who knows your mistakes, who knows what you've been through to get to a place where you can encounter the living God, where you can encounter His Spirit, where He can make you a new person. And when you go back after a few months, after a year, sometimes after five years, that you can actually be a valuable asset to the people that you left behind because now you can bring them up to the place of victory. So surround yourself with other go-getters, with other people 
that is also on a pathway to success. Hallelujah. Don't own your pain to such an extent that it becomes your identity. You might have been raped. You might have been divorced. Perhaps you were abandoned. You were sick. Maybe you had ADHD, dyslexia. Maybe you were fearful of angry or just barren. Whatever it is, that is the devil's plan to stop you. But you are stepping out right now. And I say to you, God is so interested in your daily living. He wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you succeed in every area of your life. So I want to encourage you, go out, become the best you. And I'm here to encourage you. I'm here on the same journey. I want to hear what you're going through. I want to pray with you. So I want to encourage you right now. On this journey, you are never alone. If you surround yourself, you can go to my website, royalcomeback.com. There you can find more materials to get you into a place where you can discover your true royal identity, your purpose, so that you can step into the fullness, so that you can own your game, so that you can be the best in your field, no matter where you find yourself, in whatever of the seven mountains. If you're in education and government, if you're in media and sports, if you're in the Christian or the religious environment, wherever you find yourself, you owe it to yourself to become the best you that you can be. Hallelujah. I just pray a blessing over you right now. Father, I thank you that every word spoken was anointed. It was backed up by your spirit, that you want us to become our best selves. You want us to get to know who we are. You want us to learn to embrace every area of our lives. Because when we do that, we also give an open invitation to other people to love us the way that we love ourselves. So I declare that there is so much fruit coming from this session that it will keep on harvesting new people, new purpose-driven individuals, royal comebacks. In Jesus' name, I pray. And I want you to say a nice loud amen with me. Till next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. If you'd like to help Chantel reach and impact this generation, thank you in advance for sharing this episode with your world. If you have enjoyed Throne Room Sessions, follow Chantel on Instagram, Facebook, and your favorite podcast platform, or connect with her online at royalcomeback.com.